Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the best of the herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Ah, here we go. Home road. It doesn't matter. We're all moving all the time. Live in Los Angeles, it's the herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks. For making us part of your day one hour from now, Greg Cosell, NFL Films. Do you bet football, fantasy football, want to get smarter at football? Greg Cosell, one hour from now. We love him on Thursdays. Um, J-Mac, it's November. That was about as good as an NBA regular season game as you're going to get in November. The Clippers have dominated the Lakers for years even though the Lakers have all the banners and all the rings and all the legends in the rafters in recent history, the Clippers own the Lakers. What a game indeed, yes. Uh, and Colin, listen, we got a good NBA slate tonight, and I have clarity on Steelers tonight. Colin, Steelers, Will Levis, I, uh, I think I have a bet that I just fired on right before the show. All right, we'll get to that. So LeBron was remarkable last night. He filled up the box score, 35-12, seven assists in 42 minutes. 42 minutes. That's not ideal. Listen, LeBron is better than any basketball player in the history of the world in year 21. But it's remarkable how much better he is. At the end of the game, he had the most energy. He was the best player. He was the most efficient. If the NBA was March Madness and the playoffs were just one game at a time, everybody equally rested, one game, couple nights off, three nights off, another game, I think LeBron could peel off an NBA championship. I'm thinking right now, though, the NBA is long. The playoffs are longer. Seven games against the best teams, the best defenses, the same players in a series. They know all your tricks. They're long, hard minutes. He'll wear down. He'll get banged up. He won't be as effective. And that's why they're not going to win a championship. But it's year 21. Year 21. He's not supposed to be in these win sprints in November. It's supposed to be a marathon. And the Lakers are trying to scale back his minutes. 
And then it gets to the fourth quarter, and it's the Clippers, and you're at Staples, and you can't beat them, and it is a rivalry, and it feels like a playoff game, and it really did last night. Think about this. LeBron's played the second most minutes in the entire NBA. And if you count overtime, it's first. He's in year 21. It's not supposed to be this. And I would take a well-rested LeBron over 99.9% of the league in a big spot still. That's how much better he is than the league. So you say to yourself, well, the Lakers have failed him, right? Because they gave him AD as a co-star. Brittle, doesn't give you 70 games, hot and cold on the offensive end. The last guy you want to give him. But it's not like the Lakers failed him when you really think about it. The sport did. LeBron entered the NBA and it was old school. Guys fighting to get on the floor. Now they're fighting for load management. LeBron came into the league. It was old school. Not everybody was rich. It didn't work that way. You were fighting. Leaders didn't have to be great players. There were leaders in every locker room. Now, guys are just talented. The NBA has done a remarkable job to find global talent. It has not done a great job to cultivate leadership. Too much coddling, too much load management. AAU basketball does not help the sport. So LeBron, it's very lonely at the top. LeBron's perfect teammate, and AD will do because he is an elite defender, having a healthy, productive year. He's a good guy. LeBron likes him. It's not like he's the worst guy he could be with, right? But ideally, you would give LeBron a young player in his prime that could play 44 minutes a night, play 70 games a year, and gives you 26 points a game. And says, LeBron... Two out of three fourth quarters, you won't need to shift it into jet fuel. I'll take care of it. But that's not AD, and that's not the NBA. There's only a handful of players, and it's a handful, about 10, that give you 65 games of 82 and 25 a game. Giannis plays less than he used to, but Jason Tatum's there. Luka, Giannis, Jokic, there's just not many. Devin Booker. The league doesn't have that anymore. Trying to get stars to play 66 games, and I love the sport, and the league has done a remarkable job to cultivate global talent. That's why I'm watching last night. The quality's insane. But LeBron, all these years in, entered old school, it's new school. And AD's personality, he doesn't always want to lead. Jason Tatum's great. He's not really a leader. Luca's temperamental. Does he play well with others? There are very few guys. The sport has not created great leaders. It's created and discovered and cultivated great talent. So this is LeBron's reality. Fourth quarter and overtime, November regular season games, A.D. Reeves, get on my back. It's the world he lives in. Right now, LeBron, fourth quarter and overtime, Leads the NBA in minutes, points, second in rebounds, assists third, plus minus second. That's his reality. The Lakers didn't fail him. AD's about as good as you're going to get. But when you enter a business and it's old school, and over 21 years it becomes new school, it's your reality. This is LeBron's, and he delivered last night. And we keep the game close. Um, you know, I feel like in the fourth quarter, um, that's when I'm at my best. Um, and if the game is close, I feel like I can make plays to help us win the ball game. So no matter who's out on the floor for us. Yes, he was very good. So here we go. This is getting very interesting. 
in the Big Ten. Getting, <laughs> getting very interesting. Big Ten coaches got on a Zoom call with the Big Ten president. According to five sources familiar with the call, let me guess, coaches. Collectively, they want the Big Ten to act right now punitively against Jim Harbaugh. What are we waiting for? We all know what happened. Coaches use the words tainted, fraudulent, unprecedented. Every game they play is tainted, said the coaches, <clears throat> the sources. The coaches acknowledged on the call, according to sources, NCAA enforcement timeline's not going to change this season. But the Big Ten technically has the authority under its sportsmanship policy to punish Michigan right now, right now. So what should the Big Ten do? Hmm. Now let's remember, I've never denied there's wrongdoing. I've simply tried to contextualize how wrong and how criminal is this. Everybody steals signs in college football, but it's sort of like everybody's speeding on the freeway. You know, 65 miles an hour is the limit. Everybody's doing 73. Harbaugh's doing 94 in his Maserati. It's making people uncomfortable. It's a little dangerous. I'm not denying it. But it does feel like it's more fudging on taxes than drug trafficking or embezzlement or robbing a bank. I mean, right, we've all stolen a pen from work, put it in our pocket. Harbaugh's stealing the printer. It doesn't quite feel right. Joel Klatt yesterday on our show said this. It's in its infancy. You know, everyone wants this to, to come to fruition this year. And, and I don't think that there's any chance that anything comes to fruition this year. Let's just say for sake of argument that the NCAA gave a notice of allegations to Michigan tomorrow. Bylaws say that they've got 90 days to respond. Season's over, yeah. and nothing's going to happen by the end of this season. And, and we'll see. And by the way, I have heard that the extension is back on the table. I, would, I wouldn't be shocked if, if he signs an extension at Michigan soon. Now, there is a precedent for that. Harbaugh's a top-five college coach. Bill Self is certainly a top-five college basketball coach. Remember a few years ago, Kansas got in trouble? Five level one violations. Uh-oh. The most severe breaches of NCAA bylaws, including a lack of institutional control. That brought down Tark. Ooh, Bill Self's in trouble. And Kansas said, yeah, we support him. We don't care. Sign him to a fully guaranteed lifetime contract. And a year later, they won a natty. And Bill Self today is doing just fine. Harbaugh and Self, in my opinion were involved in things, maybe at a little more uncomfortable level, of antiquated laws and rules. I mean, let's be honest now. A lot of the violations in college football and basketball now are business. Self, Harbaugh, get involved in stuff that everybody's sort of doing, winning a lot, strong opinion people, winning big games a lot, dominating a conference a lot, everybody a bit uncomfortable. And Kansas said, yeah, we trust our guy. We like our guy. And my guess is Michigan's doing the same. There is a precedent for this. From the very beginning, I've said, you can't go from, yeah, we're kind of doing it too, to sudden outrage. He won 10 games his first year in Michigan. Right? 10 games. 
They were a mess, 10 games. Did that in the NFL. It's a really good coach. You may be uncomfortable with it. Those were uncomfortable with Bill Self. But Kansas backed him. It went away. Never missed the tournament. That's my guess on what Michigan will do. Again, I'm not denying wrongdoing. Video here, allegations there, some truth here. But it doesn't feel like robbing a bank or embezzlement. On a freeway where everybody's speeding, he's just going a little more dangerously fast. We'll wait and see. At least that's the side I'm on. J-Mac, Greg Cosell joining us in uh, 45, 50 minutes. Buddy, I've been trying to tell you for two weeks this, this Harbaugh thing. I'm with you. I don't think this is a big deal, but they're coming after him with both guns, both barrels pointed right at Jim. We're coming for you. That's, this is the NCAA putting all their effort right on Jim Harbaugh. They just, they're angry with him. He embarrassed them, and they want payback. I'm, listen, I'm rooting for Harbaugh. This, it's getting bumpy. Know. Well, it, it's going to get worse. You know that, right? I mean, eventually well, something, another leg is going to fall. Well, for Bill Self, the violations were even more problematic. Those were like level one, lack of institutional control. That's brought programs like down. This stuff is, who's that goofy kid in the hat that we think <laughs> was on your staff as a low level, went to SeatGeek and had an iPhone? It's just bad for college football to be doing this to a really good team. And they, they don't need the spying. To, would they beat Michigan State? 49 nothing, 42-0? Well, like, I, come on. I, I, I don't think the spying is the difference. Yeah. Although, I, again, it's a freeway that everybody's on and everybody's speeding. Just Have you been that guy where you're speeding, everybody else is speeding, and you get pulled over? No, but I've been on a freeway where there's the Maserati guy who's going, like, significantly faster than me, and I'm going 71, and I know he's going 98. You're not a 71 in the left lane guy, are you? I'm right in the middle of the pack, obeying American laws. I um, obey American laws at the front of the pack, baby. <laughs> I'm a leader. All right. I've got a great parlay for you this weekend. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, please use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. Now for my parlay pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. Dolphins at the Chiefs, Kansas City, overseas minus two and a half. Andy Reid off a loss. Mahomes off a loss. Kansas City has a much better O-line and D. Defense, they rebound, and I will swallow the two and a half points. Seahawks at the Ravens, minus six. Better quarterback at home, better defense. I like the Ravens here. Ugly win over Arizona. They're a tough, tough home favorite. I like them here to beat Seattle in cover. Bengals, minus two and a half. I like them hosting the Bills to cover. I think Cincinnati's defense is more consistent. Burrow situationally at home's better than Josh Allen on the road. Three favorites, Chiefs, Ravens, Bengals, I'll take all of them. You want to take the Herd Parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, please use the code HERD when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. So Green Bay's offense wasn't much to talk about for the first two games, but it's gotten progressively worse. And Brian Gudenkunst, I'm no body expert. I'm no body language expert. But when anybody crosses their arms when you're talking to them, that's a bad sign. Or anybody moves and you didn't really push them or they weren't nudged it's a problem whenever I watch Brian Gudenkunst talking about Jordan Love I just I see a guy that's a little uncomfortable so he's talking about Jordan yesterday his quarterback I think um, it's been a, a work in progress for the entire offense there's been glimpses particularly in the second halves of really good football um, but we have not started very well. So. Bryce, could it take you more than just this season to find out what you have in Jordan and if he is the guy going forward? I, you know, I hope not. I think you know, we've got 10 games left. These are going to be very important 10 games. Did you notice that? When he was controlling it, he stood there. When somebody asked him a question, he moved a little bit. He's a little uncomfortable with that question. Look it up. Just saying. Um, I give quarterbacks until Thanksgiving. If you're a true rookie quarterback, Thanksgiving year two. It's about 24 starts. If you've been around a while, rookie Jordan Love, I give you Thanksgiving first year. We're four weeks from Thanksgiving, and unless this kid goes on a heater for the next three or four weeks, I've seen enough. Jordan Love feels like a really long second date, and the first one didn't go particularly well. Okay? And there were huge questions about him. He was a weak first-round pick. He was Brandon Whedon or EJ Manuel or Christian Ponder. There were a lot of doubters in the room. Two of his three years in college, a lot of interceptions. He had a bad final year at college. Oh, for four against power five teams, busted for pot, charges dropped. There were questions about his accuracy, his consistency, his judgment. Don't know him at all, but he was not a strong first-round pick, right? And even some of those bust. 
But you kind of look at him, and my takeaway is just go back to his draft class. Herbert's been good for years. Burrow's been good for years. Two has been good for a couple. Jalen Hurts has been good for three. We're still waiting for Jordan Love. And the worst part of this is that the Packers knew it. Remember, they said, lower your expectations. They signed that quirky two-year contract. So they were able to, because they're a well-run organization, to mask his limitations. But he's getting worse. Why? Because now people have film on him and know what he can't do. And they can no longer protect him. they got to put him out there. I don't need 12 wins here. I don't need 10. I need wow moments. And as my source said during camp, I said it on the air multiple times, there's no wow there. So his first two games, six touchdowns, no picks. And his last five, five touchdowns, eight picks. So what they provided, the Packers did to Jordan Love, was cover. Remember, preseason, didn't get hit, safe stuff. We kept saying everything's underneath. But now you got to win games. Getting windy, getting cold, got to make plays. Everybody's got film on everybody. And he's getting worse, not better. Young quarterbacks that have it, Trevor Lawrence, get better. Andrew Luck, get better. Burrow, get better. It's a bumpy first year, better, 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 better. Thanksgiving's a month out. Better go on a heater, but I think they know. I think the body language tells you, the contract tells you, the words tell you. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. The Warriors won again last night. Now, De'Aaron Fox didn't play, and they beat Sacramento. That's obviously profound. But it is remarkable to me how one employee can positively or negatively affect a team. I don't want to pick on Jordan Poole. But last year at this time, the Warriors' chemistry was awful. The defense was not very good. They were atrocious on the road when you really have to bond. This year, they're winning. They won again last night. They're running. They're joyful. And they're deep. And all they did, exit Jordan Poole, enter Chris Paul. So last year, terrible road team. Now, three of their four wins on the road. Last year, average defensively. Now, top six. It was just one move. NBA locker rooms are small, just like a lot of the cubicles and workspaces for you. One agitator removed, one lubricator included, changes everything. In the NFL, offense to that side, defense to that side, special teams guys over there. Baseball, bully down there, bullpen, pitchers over here, hitters over here, position players, pitchers, catchers report different times to spring training. NBA, 13 dudes all together. One jerk, one ball hog, one agitator ruins everything. I mean, you knew Jordan Love was, uh, Jordan Poole was trouble because the agreeable and selfless Steph couldn't solve him. The Zen master, 2.0 Steve Kerr, couldn't solve him. The ultimate chill bra, Clay Thompson, couldn't solve him. One out, one in. Look at the Warriors now. They're playing 10 guys. They're deep. Chris Paul off the bench. Better defensively. Excellent on the road. And Draymond Green has absolutely taken notice. Last year, we had an awful team as far as chemistry goes. Um, it was pathetic. It was hard to come to work. Um, not fun, you know. Uh, and so this year, you see the joy. 
uh, you know, on guys' face when they come in the building. You got guys like staying over two and three hours after just sitting around talking, getting here two and three hours early just to be here. You know, it's like you start to see that and you're like, okay, this is a group that likes being together. Years ago, three or four years ago, and I don't do this very often, I told my wife, I'm going to make some cookies. I do it like once a year. It's going to be a nice husband. And I left out one key ingredient. I did actually. Sugar. And they were awful. One ingredient. Eggs, flour, yeast. Got everything else right. It's amazing. One ingredient added or subtracted ruins the cake. So it all matters. Lubricator in, agitator out. Watch the Warriors. Completely different locker room. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. So we were just talking about Corey Seager. He's 29, in his prime, three more, four more great years, two-time World Series MVP, shortstop, 292 hitter, so he plays a key defensive position, played for two teams, Dodgers, Rangers, uh, National League Championship Series MVP, two-time World Series MVP, key position, over a 290 hitter at shortstops, sensational. And everybody's like, I don't know. I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer. If he has four more good years without any big banner awards, shortstop, 290 hitter, Reggie Jackson, Corey Seager. <laughs> Football's di- football understands the value of the moment. Baseball's the duration, the treadmill, the volume. But I don't know. To me, is just because all you writers are miserable having to sit in that press box for 200 games a year, don't make the rest of us suffer. Great is great, even if it's in short spurts. Compilers, guys who play all these games, Corey Seager is great in the biggest moments. A shortstop that hits plus 290 with power. That's pretty good. (laughs) He's in his prime. He's been in the MVP of two World Series and a National League Championship Series. And by the way, he left the Dodgers. I think he signed for like $350 million. Like the Dodgers wanted him. They just couldn't afford him. Uh, they had other people they were, you know, mouths to feed. But I don't know. That feels, like a, that feels like a Hall of Fame level player to me. I always thought Steve Garvey was a Hall of Famer. Now he's running for Senate. But when I was a kid growing up, he was a first baseman, a power-hitting first baseman, a gold glover, consistent as the day is long, and he had great moments in big spots. I thought Jim Rice was a no-doubt-about-it Hall of Fame guy for a decade, dominant power-hitter American League. Took him forever because people thought he was grumpy. I, I, Corey, Seager feel, Corey Seager feels like a home run to me. Like, do you say to yourself, if a Hall of Famer to me is, can you explain their career in a sentence or two? Corey Seager. Great hitting shortstop, two-time World Series MVP. For over a decade. That's a, that's a, that's a, if you're a great player for over a decade, 10 years of greatness at a key position in key moments, if that's not a Hall of Famer, I don't know what is. You guys are all into compiling and hit by batsmen and the most walks in your seventh year and you led the league in doubles once and were twice, uh, you know, a silver slugger runner up. <laughs> that's never great. Corey Seager's been great in the biggest spots against the greatest pitching and the greatest crisis moments. All right. Greg Cosell, top of next hour. So Brandon Bean is the general manager of um, the Buffalo Bills. And I think this is really interesting. So he says something, he's honest and it's true. And I think it's a little bit concerning about the Bills' current identity. This team is still forming its identity. And uh, while we, we know a lot more than we knew probably four or five weeks ago, uh, I wouldn't say we know exactly where this team's going to be. 
when you lose some guys at once the way we did on on defense, some leaders and and different positions in, in Milano and Trey and, and Daquan, we're human. Those guys are human. It naturally rocks you a little bit like, all right, who's stepping up? So Brandon Bean's really good. He's very smart and very respected. But the Kansas City Chiefs have rebuilt a defense one year, rebuilt a wide receiving core for the second time, and have rebuilt an offensive line. And they keep ending up in Super Bowls. And I'm not demanding that for the Bills, but Stephon Diggs is in his fourth year. Josh Allen's in his seventh year. Your best offensive lineman's been a Bill for seven years. Josh Allen's six, not seven. The safety tandem, the best in the league, arguably, they're in their seventh year. You've never really rebuilt your defense. You've just added to it. The GM's been there seven years. The head coach has been there seven years. There's nothing but continuity. You've added to a good defensive line. You never rebuilt it. I mean, my question is, how is Kansas City able to continually rebuild entire units, defenses, entire sides of the ball, receiving core, defenses, O-lines? I mean, Philadelphia's bailed on winning head coaches and quarterbacks, Super Bowl winning quarterbacks and head coaches, and they're always good. San Francisco's constantly adding pieces. A left tackle here, a running back here, take a big swing and a first-round pick here. San Francisco's adding stars, quarterbacks, and they just keep winning. My question is, do you have the right coach? I'm asking. It's been nothing but continuity. You've added pieces, but Stephon Diggs now year four, Josh Allen year six, best alignment year seven. This defensive line's been good for years. You've moved off some linebackers, but your tandem at safety is outstanding. They've been there now for seven years. I need more late-season wins. It's like who's captaining the ship? Stop running aground. Stop hitting icebergs. I mean, at some point, there's nothing but continuity here. Philadelphia is changing constantly. Kansas City is changing constantly. San Francisco's in and out. Coaches, quarterbacks moving. Brock Purdy now. Why are they going further in the playoffs? Usually a star head coach and a star quarterback you have an immediate identity Mike McDaniel was in Miami with Tua for two hours fast 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 speed 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 motion speed fast immediately Sala with the Jets physical punishing tough six weeks into his career Jets have an absolute identity without a star quarterback the Miami Dolphins have an absolute identity with Mike McDaniel Sala Identity. Mike McDaniel, identity. How can you be searching for an identity? You've got the quarterback, the receiver, your best offensive lineman, most of your pass rushers, your best safety tandem. You've been around forever. It just shouldn't take this long. You know what the identity is? Same thing it was five years ago. Good defensive front and, hey, Josh Allen, put the Superman cape on. Save us. I got nothing against Sean McDermott, how do you not have an identity? Your best safety is off of alignment, receiver, quarterback. You're not rebuilding anything. You just went and got a, by the way, I like their GM. They went and got Rasul uh, Douglas, a really feisty corner. That's not rebuilding anything. It's a free agent acquisition to a defense that's already stacked. Then you have a couple of playoff flameouts, especially that Bengals one. And it's like, 
I think your guy McDermott's taking the reins and says, whoa, let's, let's run the football more. So they go two tight ends. They draft Kincaid. Well, now Dawson Knox is hurt, and you can't really run the two tight ends. So are we going to morph back into the three wide receiver sets? Like, I think this is kind of on McDermott. I do, too. So there's two or three things I look at when you have a coach. And I'm not saying McDermott's bad. We don't have a Brandon Staley situation right. here. We don't have a Joe Judge here. <clears throat> Nobody's saying that. But the standard when you get Josh Allen is Super Bowls. You get Mahomes. You get Burrow. You got to get to the dance. Okay, that, that's the standard, right? When you have the star quarterback, you got to start winning a lot of games. And one of the things that has worried me about Mike Tomlin with the Steelers, what's the identity of Pittsburgh's offense? There is none. How many years do you get? What's the identity of the Buffalo offense? Josh Allen's great. Like, I do think offensive coaches, Sean McVay, created an identity with the Rams' first year. Kyle Shanahan's teams, clever, situational, red zone. Mike McDaniel, heavy motion. Andy Reid, clever, play calling. I think offensive coaches, when I watch football, I see an identity. With defensive coaches, I see toughness. Emotion, and that's part of football too. But man, you can't you can't still be selling me. We're trying to find an identity. Your safeties, your best alignment, your best receiver, your best your quarterback. You got a lot of the same guys around. Philadelphia is, I mean, they are turnstiling it. San Francisco, Miami adds pieces. How many pieces has Miami added the last two years? I still know exactly what Miami's identity is. Exactly what it is. Buffalo's identity when they play Miami, Miami can't stop Josh Allen. <laughs> so Buffalo's beating Miami. It's just maybe you don't need an identity if you have Josh Allen and you play Miami. But I, I don't like you selling me that. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough, Kavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Kavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun, such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. 
The Walker Hayes for JCPenney Collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's a story. Could the commanders in Washington try to hire Bill Belichick after the season? Apparently, it's in league circles. It's being discussed by people in the league. Now, there's a story that Belichick has an extension of a contract as well, uh, but they wouldn't have to fire Belichick. Uh, they wouldn't have to engineer a mutual parting. Uh, they wouldn't owe him any money. Uh, they could back, actually get back some compensation they gave to the Jets while hiring in 2000. It goes on and on and on and on about how Robert Kraft could actually get out of this thing uh, they would give anyway the point being it's it, in league circles commanders belichick is being discussed so first of all all good things end. trees as somebody told me in the financial sector once don't grow to the sky years ago belichick and we all sort of watched him and worshiped him for years he said something that bothered me Urban Meyer was quoted saying, I'm always amazed how he takes these non-stars and makes them stars. Players you haven't really heard much about, all of a sudden they're making great plays in the biggest games. I started asking Bill about it. He made this point to me and I shared it with our team. He said, at this point in my career, I want to coach guys like I like. I want to coach guys I want to be around and that's it. He said, I'm not going to coach anybody else. Well, that's ideal in a perfect world. But there's way too many players and personalities for that to ever be true. A locker room's got over 50 guys, right? There's going to be a selfish guy, a temperamental guy, a me guy, a distracted guy, an immature guy. And Bill doesn't want to coach them. And what bothers me about that is that Bill had the power. Bill had the power to make that as close to a reality as the NFL has, and that's why he signs marginal players. Because some of our great personalities and more difficult players, you ever thought about this? What position do they play? Star wide receiver. Bill re-signs Devontae Parker. Likes Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, I'm, I'm just I'm sitting here thinking, you only want to coach the guys you like. Isn't that selfish? It used to be all about winning sacrifice everything for winning just do your job well doing your job is not a perfect world there's going to be players that are selfish there's going to be players that are distracted immature these are kids they're not perfect so 
My takeaway is I, I don't know what to make of this story. I thought it was interesting, and I think he's going to be considered one of the great coaches of all time. But if you're selling me something hard, like sacrifice, take less, all about winning, and then you pivot to, I'm only going to coach the guys I like. Really? I mean, Andy Reid, you think he loves every guy in that locker room? I know he doesn't because every year he moves off several. That's part of sports. You age, they're younger, different world. They come from different backgrounds. They're imperfect. It is interesting, though. Some of the more personality-filled players in this league have been wide receivers. What is the one position Bill has struggled to draft and develop? Wide receiver? Is that part of it? Like, I'm not going to deal with personality on the perimeter. Well, (laughs) don't you have to? Those are the basketball players of football. They break the huddle first. It's one-on-one. It's me against you. They're the superstars in the league, along with quarterbacks. You got to deal with some ego at wide receiver. I mean, listen, Odell Beckham's had his issues. I still like Baltimore going to get OBJ. They got to deal with some of it. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. You played James Jones, nine years in the league, a Super Bowl champ, just one brief relationship with the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. So earlier this week on, uh, was it Tuesday, Wednesday night, when they fire Josh McDaniels and the GM after mm-hmm. only two drafts, couple seasons, yeah. not even completed seasons, yeah. what did you make of it? Surprised? No, I wasn't surprised. You know, I do um, Raiders game day. So I'm in that building every weekend, road games, home games. I'm in that building every single weekend. So, you know, I hear a lot of the stuff going on, see a lot of the stuff going on. Obviously, I'm close with a lot of players over there. But even just the stuff that I've seen, um, they didn't believe in Josh no more. And, I, and I'm strictly just talking about players. Right. You know, they, 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 did not, they did not believe in him no more. Um, you've seen it was a lot of regressing. You know, it wasn't improving, especially on the offensive side of the ball. You know, you, you – you, you an offensive mind and you're not taking care of the offensive side of the ball, really having this offense clicking on all cylinders. So, you know, just through that building, it was a lot of it was a lot of people not believing in Josh McDaniels. And for me, when I heard it was a team meeting, it's only two things come out of these team meetings and players being able to voice their opinions and voice their frustrations. It's two things that come out of this. You either come out and you win and everybody's saying, cool. We answered all those questions in the team meeting. Are you come out and you play the way you played and you lose? And you're like, yeah, this ain't, this ain't going to work. When you have a team meeting, who do you tell? Let's say there's concerns about the coach. Mm-hmm. Would a captain go up to Mark Davis or the GM and tell him? Well, see, and that's the thing. GMs ain't even in these team meetings. This is coaches, players. Sometimes it's players only. Sometimes it's not. Coach need to be in on it. So you'll have one of your leaders, hey, coach, we want to have a team meeting with just you. We don't need no position coaches. We don't need no nothing. The team wants to meet with you, want to voice, voice our frustrations. We want to get some, some, some of this stuff off of our chest. How can we improve in these areas? How can we get better in these areas? And let's go. Sometimes it's just players only meetings. I've been in both of them, right? And the only thing to really make these meetings worthwhile is going out there playing well. And if you don't go out there and play well and look like you looked against the Detroit Lions, then you lose the locker room. And I think that's what was, hap- that's what was happening here. When you have a team meeting, that's, that's really a lot of conversations going on in the locker room, and we need to address a lot of this stuff, right? And I be- truly believe it came down to them just not believing in Josh no more, and I-, I truly believe it's a move that Mark Davis had to make. And I think this was the perfect time to make that move because you have two really winnable games coming up. 
You know, you would hate to fire a coach and a GM and you got the Chiefs and the Dolphins next on your schedule. What you want the next coach to do? At least you get Antonio Pierce in there, who I'm, I'm really proud of, really high on. Yeah. I coach both of his sons, yeah. you know, in youth football. You know, so... He, he's a player. We all know. He knows how he's going to know how to push these guys and get the best out of these guys. But you give him an opportunity. You have the Giants and the Jets on your schedule. Two winnable games, you know, to come out there, especially with them both being at home. So I'm excited to see what he's going to do and see how this team is going to look under Antonio. James Jones, you know, it, it's interesting because I love several players. Mm-hmm. I love Max Crosby. <laughs> Man. Uh, one of my favorite players in the Absolutely. league. I would build around him. I love Devontae Adams. No question. There's several players I like. Hunter Renfro. Josh Jacobs. Josh a Jacobs. lot of players, yes. So I love two. I like about six. Uh, I don't think it's a rebuild. I think it's a draft a quarterback, mm-hmm. and let's see if uh, Pierce can get it done. Do you think there's a chance if, if Antonio wins a couple games mm-hmm. – Goes 500 the rest of the way. Absolutely. Should he get the gig? Absolutely. And the reason why I think, think that that's possible is because the way these players feel about him. They love him. You know, and one thing I know about Mark, one thing I know about Mark, Mark wants to get this thing turned around by any means necessary. Whatever I got to do. Another thing I know about Mark is he loves his players. Current, former, he is always going to look out for you. He's always going to listen to you. So if these players is coming up there like, man, listen, hey, Antonio Pierce is the guy. Right, we love him. He 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 got us going in the right direction. Mark is going to listen to that. So Antonio Pierce has a really good shot at being able to be the head coach of this football team if he goes out here and this team looks the right way and they find a way to win some of these ball games. Let me ask you, J Mac. You and I talked about this. I love in preseason. Mm-hmm. I said keep your eye on Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, he was the Purdue kid, not terribly mobile, but can take the ball out of the shotgun, mm-hmm. and make throws. Yeah, again, not going to move all around. But should he just start the rest of the way and say, Absolutely. Jimmy, so you go with a young kid? Absolutely. I would go with the young kid. We, we know what Jimmy G is going to bring, right? Just okay. like some of these other quarterbacks in oh. the league that are starting over rookie quarterbacks, whatever it may be. We know what these guys are going to bring. Let the young guy get in there. Let O'Connell get in there, get some experience, go through his ups and downs, whatever it may be. He has a live arm. It's flick of the wrist. That, that's just not like, the issue. Yes, just like any of these quarterbacks in the National Football League. So let him go out there, get comfortable, get some chemistry with these receivers and go out there and be able to sling the ball, you know, all over the yard. He has a really good running back in the backfield and Josh Jacobs to hand the ball off to. How's so, the offensive line? Colton Miller's fight. Is that okay? Colton Miller's there. The offensive line is probably middle of the pack in okay. the National Football League. Got you to know. address it in the draft. Yeah, but this is one of those things to where, hey, we got to get out here. We got to out-scheme people. Let's get this quarterback into some plays to where the football could come out of his hands extremely fast. He has two really good wide receivers. A lot of people don't watch Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers and Devontae Adams. Oh, is, J- Jacoby's done a nice job. And by the way, Mayor, the tight end from Notre Dame. Absolutely, but you talking about being able to make somebody miss in a phone booth, Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers off the line of scrimmage are special, so he has guys to get the ball to, and you already touched on Hunter Renfro. So I've been saying this for two years now. Rookie tight end Notre Dame, Josh Jacobs, Colton Miller, Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers, Max Crosby. Mm Mm-hmm. There's, those are key positions. No question. You can't tell me this is a total rebuild. No, no. Now, I don't love their. I didn't love their first pick, the defensive edge. Wilson. I, yeah. It worries me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Could he be a rotational player, yeah. salvage it? I don't think it's a rebuild. I think it's a coach-quarterback issue. No question. And I think if you draft a quarterback, you'll be able to go in free agency and address some of the needs you may need to address on the defensive line, the offensive line. This team is not far off. And, you know, we talked about it yesterday, but this 
this team right here, if I'm a head coach, this this job right here is intriguing to me. Right? I'm in Vegas. I have really good players to build around. Especially like, offensive players and an edge rush. No question. So if I'm able to get some help in free agency through the draft on this defense, this team is not far off. They got they got three wins this year, you know. So and this, it's, this, yeah. it's been a circus and the players didn't like the coach, and they've got three wins in a division with Chargers, Sean Payton, Mm -hmm. Andy Reid. So this is kind of my feeling. Mark Davis can wear me out. There's been a lot of a circus. There's dudes here. There's there's ballers over here. Okay, now we got to get uncomfortable. Yeah. Packers. Mm. Okay, now I said this earlier. Yeah. Here's the biggest concern. The Packers are a well-run organization. Mm -hmm. Jordan's getting worse. Yeah. So what they did is they did a good job to protect him. But now everybody's got film. Mm-hmm. And now the numbers by week three, four, five, six, yeah. it's progressively getting worse. Yeah. Generally with a young quarterback, bumpy, mm-hmm. stable, wow. Yeah. This is like protected, not a lot of wow, unstable, oh crap, this don't work. Yeah. Like in the building, do you think they know the truth? I mean, they moved off for Suley Douglas, right? Uh, yes, I mean, and, and that was a it, trade what, that I did not want to see happen. Because he plays hard. He plays hard. He's a really good football player. And to be honest with you, even coming into this season, I thought that the defensive side of the ball was going to have to play really well. They got seven, eight first-rounders on that defensive side of the ball. And I thought the defense would be a whole lot better than they are right now uh, playing football to be able to help Jordan Love. But as for Jordan Love, when the season first started, I was extremely high on Jordan Love. I'm like, this dude is the future of the Green Bay Packers. He can throw the ball with the best of them. He's extremely smart. He was seeing the game extremely well. Um, but now that we sit here, these next 10 games, 9, 10 games, however many they have left, are huge for him. He is going to have to play at a high level for the Green Bay Packers to say, this is our quarterback of the future. We're not going to go draft one. We're not going to grab one in free agency. He is going to have to play at a very, very high level. And Coach LaFleur is going to have to let the training wheels off on him. You're going to have to stop calling the game safe. You're going to have to open up this playbook and let him go out there and be able to throw this ball over the yard to see if he really can do it. When I watch tape right now, it's a lot of safe play calling. And when you call safe play calling, that means you're trying to have your quarterback be safe with the football. We At one point, we got to find out. We're halfway through the season. We got to find out if he can really handle all this. And Coach LaFleur is going to have to do a better job of opening this playbook up. He has receivers. He has running back. He, you're going to have to open this thing up to see if Jordan Love really can do it. But these next, these next games is important for Jordan Love. Okay. J-Mac, are you ready for this hot take? All right. <laughs> You would have thought it was ludicrous if I'd have said at one point, Favre's going to be a Viking. Mm -hmm. He was. Yeah. Minnesota doesn't want Kirk Cousins. No. Midwest ethos. Midwest kid. Mm -hmm. Not flashy. You're not paying any of those receivers, any of those tight ends. They're going to get a left tackle. That offense now is going to be cheap. Mm. $28 million for Kirk Cousins. Oh, you're saying Kirk to the Packers. Knows the division, mm-hmm. knows the NFC, Midwest yeah. ethos, yeah. small town mm-hmm. family guy, mm-hmm. same coaching tree on offense. Yeah. It sounded outrageous. Farve to the Packers. Mm-hmm. I'm Green Bay. Mm. If, if, listen, the bottom line here is they do have two seconds and two thirds, yeah. and they're currently number six. But if they win three games mm-hmm. and they're nine, yeah. Nobody's moving back. Yeah. You're not getting Caleb and Drake, mate. And Penix, to me, if he yeah. if he plays well this weekend again for a high-profile game, 
Go get Kirk Cousins. Yeah, you're going to have to go. Am go, I nuts? You're going to have to go in free agency to get somebody if Jordan Love does he not check all it. these boxes. Absolutely. I mean, coming Family off of injury. Family guy, same coaching tree. Coming off of injury, you're probably going get to them, get, them, get them for the right price. You know, and like I, like I touched on earlier, this defense has a lot of first-rounders and a lot of ballers on this defense. And the offense? Not paying anybody because they're yep. going to draft a You're tackle. Right. Young. So in the first round, if they end up 8, 9, 10, they're getting one of the tackles. Yep. So I'm not paying Watson, Dobbs. Mm. I'm not paying a left tackle. Yep. I'm not paying Musgrave. I'm not paying anybody. You might be on to something. You might be on to something if Jordan Love does not answer the questions these last Three nine, words. Ten games. Hot take artists. <laughs> Everybody, if I'd have told you Durant to the Warriors, mm. Favre to the Vikings, yeah. Kirk Cousins. I'm, I'm good and cool. I like Kirk. I respect the heck out yeah. of him. Midwest guy knows mm-hmm. division. Minnesota, you'll say Minnesota won't. He's free agent. Yeah. No trade clause. You don't think he doesn't want to go to Green Bay and say, okay, mm. all right. Yeah. You got you you let me go. I'll go across the street. He's competitive. And not only that, you can get a young quarterback to sit you him can, behind Kirk. For three for years. For two, three years. You're yeah. gonna win games with Kirk Cousins. Yeah. You're always gonna win games with Kirk Cousins. Look on at Ryan over there is looking yeah. at me like I'm a wizard. I'm still rooting He's for like, love. Wow, though. How does that brain function so quickly? <laughs> I'm rooting for Jordan Love still though. But it's, it's definitely not bad if he doesn't answer all these questions. If that, that doesn't trend today on Twitter, yeah. you people are just not paying attention to brilliance. All right, one more I gotta ask you one more thing. Yeah. So you played with Derek Carr. Yes, sir. Okay, Love he's barking and yelling at people. I, I, I think it's good to yell at you. But to <laughs> yell at Chris Olave, who's a kid, Why not? he's probably sitting there thinking, give me a break. Yeah. What do you make of him yelling? I mean, I got yelled at as a kid by Brett Favre. I got yelled at as a kid by Aaron Rodgers. I mean, at the end of the day, we are trying to win. That, that, that's, what, that's what we are trying. We are trying to win. I used to tell Aaron Rodgers, get on me if I'm not doing my job. I have zero sensitivity in my body. If I'm not doing my job at a high level, if I run the wrong route or you don't think I'm running my route full speed or I don't make a tough play or whatever it may be, get on me. That, that's football. I know you as a teammate. I know if you're disrespecting me, and I know when you're just pushing me to say, hey, man, let's get this thing right. Derek Carr is just like, man, come on. You can't stop on routes. He's pushing these dudes to, to make this thing right. Offensively, we have been struggling. We haven't been scoring any points. I'm the quarterback in charge of all this stuff. I'm going to demand the best out of you. We, seen it, we see it from the great quarterbacks. You just can't be sensitive nowadays in this league. Get on all of them that, with me. If you're not doing your job, get on them. That's what I had to do with him when he first got here. <laughs> had to bark, James. You know, you got to bark at him sometimes. Fine. That's, Bring you closer, too. It's all good. That's right. That's Bring it. Brings us closer. Yeah. He'd pass back once in a while. We could be really close. <laughs> all right, James Jones, Super Bowl champ. You brought your A game today. Appreciate it, my man. You are so – you you really deliver. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.